0: Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning And welcome to another edition of The Brothers of Legacy I am your man, your host, your cousin, your uncle (laughs) A.D. Walker And I appreciate you guys rocking with us today We are going to have a uh, different kind of uh, conversation today Um, We spoke about the issues, the problems situations, some of the solutions. And we've been on a emotional roller coaster for quite some time. And I feel like the, the ride is getting even rougher. <laughs> Good morning, Lisa. Great morning to you. Blessing to you. Thank you for sharing. Um so this is this is a conversation that I, I really want everyone to to dig into, to tag others, um because there's so much at stake on top of the the justice or injustice that we're dealing with. What's up, Deborah? Good morning to you. Um, we have to become vigilant and not only seeking justice but maintaining our mental health. That's um, very important for for us, for our community, for our families. Um, because though we want change to happen. We have to be in the right state of mind in order to deal with things. Um, so, I have a mental health specialist coming through. So, this is just not going to be us with our opinions <laughs> and and our and our personal thoughts. Um, but we have a, a a trained specialist that's going to kind of talk about uh, what's going on and kind of how to navigate and deal with what's going on in the in the best way possible. Um, what's up, Colin? great one to you. All right, so I need you to share. I need you to tag. I need you to let everybody know that the brother Legacy are digging into the mental health space because we talk about that all the time and, and especially us in mental health um, you know, we pray and get over it. <laughs> pray, pray and get through it. <laughs> just 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 find your way through. Um, but we need help navigating. We need help and and those that that understand who we are. Um, navigate us properly through. All right, so hang tight. Hold on. We'll be right back. I didn't want uh, to catch d- oh. <imaginative> that. Good morning. 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 This episode is brought to you by StreamYard. Whether you're trying to up your production or just go live, StreamYard is the place to be. Go to bit.ly forward slash StreamYard, B-O-L. This episode is also brought to you by Flocknote. Start your free text community now at bit.ly free text now. That's bit.ly free text now. Boom! Good morning, good morning. We have in the building Mr. Matt Genius. Um, So today, like I said, we're going to discuss the the mental health space and all of the the ramifications as well as ways to deal with what's going on around us and in our lives and just the visuals. And, And I spoke about this some time ago. It seems like you know, I, I I get the news organizations. A lot of times, they they thrive on on issues. <laughs> they thrive on hype, and they constantly see the visuals of uh, us getting shot. You know, and it's like over and over. Then seeing George Floyd and the, the cop on his neck over and over and over again, it becomes to become it, it it becomes a stressor, um, and it's one that we struggle to deal with, um, mentally, uh, and it sits on us, you know, and then it, I, I think it sits too long. You know, it can cause a strain in your household as well. I, there you go. It's just about to unmute you. Oh, um, so. With everything going on, <laughs> what, what is, what is one of the, uh, I, my first question is what is one of the best ways to to productively deal with seeing so many visuals outside of cutting it off because unfortunately even on Facebook and Instagram you scroll then there's another incident and we know there's another incident that just happened um right. I think you okay go ahead I can hear you now
1: yeah yeah well, well first of all let me start by saying good morning to you and good morning to all of viewers listeners yes, um, wherever you are hope you're having a great morning um, thank you for having me. I mean, this is such an important topic, Definitely. mental health, and that's been going on for a very long time. Um, one of the first things I'd like to start off saying is that you have to uh, understand your capacity when it comes to your mental health. Right. Before we can talk about what to do about it, let's right. talk about the capacity that each one of us have by understanding what mental health is in the first place. Right. And so let's start with just a, a easy breakdown that i like to share with people before we hey, talk me. about the topic. And wow. where we're coming from. So mental health, three things collectively together. It's our thinking, our, our thoughts, what's going on in our mind. It's the that we feel, you know, things that are parts and it's our actual behaviors, how we engage with other people. It's those three things combined, you know. It's our thinking, mm-hmm. it's our feelings, and it's our behaviors. And our behaviors. And for okay. the part what we would normally focus on is the behaviors because that's the scene version of what's happening, you know, right. of what's happening in the, in the body. And so, um, it's one of those things that if you you're not all three, right, then what will happen will ignore parts that are just as important for your mental health and your growth. And so therefore I think of it as collective, the thinking, right. feelings, and the behaviors, right? Okay. Thinking feelings. The so, when I say, check in with yourself to make sure that you understand what's going on, you gotta ask yourself, what's been in my head? You know, what's been in my mind first, you know? And then what's been, how how has the things that have been on my mind impact my emotions? And then how have all of those two impact the way I engage, you know? And so with the racial, racial tension and, and the trials that have been going on and everything, I think one of the first things we have to understand is where our capacity is, meaning how, how much can we take on, you know? Right, and I lie. understood that for a time ago. And so I make sure that I'm policing what I take in uh, mentally, you know? okay. So, okay. content, news, <laughs> the news have been heavy, right. you know, uh, I don't watch, you know, and I do it purposely, you know, purposely. Right. So I won't have these memories and thoughts running my mind. Right. Like my eventually to be or and you know? Right. And so that's the that's media. Social media you gotta understand it thoroughly. Like there are different things you can do to help police what media you get on social media. Right. So when I see content that's overwhelming, what I do is I put a mute on it or I'll put a stop on it. You know, I'll I'll tell Instagram, I'll tell Facebook that I don't want to see uh this content anymore you know, oh, and so you can communicate back to the algorithm that you are responsible for to say that this content isn't what you want to see. And nice. they will show you, less. you know, nice. being aware helps manage, you know, your thoughts and your emotions what will eventually help you to engage differently. The reason why this is important is because with all of the stuff that we take on, man, it really does puts us in a space of vulnerability right. where impacted, you know? When your decision is impacted, that means you are now under the thumb of somebody else's control. You know, when you can't decide in a rational and a healthy mind, then that means that there's an outside or external force that's taking over your decision making based on you being in a vulnerable space. Understanding, like I said, the mental, the emotions and the behavior. You can those things so that you can be in the driver's seat. When it comes to your decision making. Gotcha. Gotcha.
0: Just to let you know you kind of you're breaking in and out. I mean, we can hear you. We get good chunks of, of uh, sound. Um, cause I cause I heard you say the thinking, feelings, and behavior a couple times. First time I missed it, I was like, okay. So I just put it up there so everyone can see. Um gotcha. So okay, so we got the thinking, got the feelings, you know, uh what we see, how it makes us feel, and then the reactive is the behavior. Right. Um. Yes. When. When you get overloaded, with it, right? Because, right. you know, like in in my household, like I said, <laughs> though we avoided the trial because it's just you know, like certain aspects. Because I know in 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 the courtroom, everything has to be presented, everything has to be explained, everything has, you know, it's it's not admissible unless it's said during court. It's like, why does this? Isn't it a common sense thing? It may be common, but it has to be said for the jury. So it's it becomes infuriating because it's like, why? Then, you know, because the defense has to come up with a defense and um, right. you begin to what's pass a great morning to you, sir. Good morning, morning, morning. Let's slide this right here. Um, so once you get sucked into <laughs> this space. Right. And though, like I said, we didn't watch the trial. <laughs> unfortunately, the highlights are constantly coming up i and did it, right? <laughs> right i couldn't take it i couldn't take it this time i just i could the emotional roller coaster And then of course we watched the end so we might as well watch the trial anyway but <laughs> it's like watching the end of the movie oh my gosh let's see what happens um but the emotional roller coaster is why we we, we tried to avoid it but it's still it still didn't matter because we still went through the roller coaster with the highlights and things so once you check into all of that once you get an overload um how what's your recommendation or how do you check out of it? You know, how do you get your 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 mental stability back so you're not on high alert? Right.
1: I mean, you mentioned something that's very telling. How's the sound right now, by the way, is the sound coming in fine? Yes. OK. You mentioned something that's very telling. You mentioned the roller coaster. And I love that analogy because, you know, I have kids and my kids love to <laughs> park and get on the roller coasters. Not so much for me anymore. You know, and right because the feelings of going really high at a speed and then dipping really low you feel your gut being like you know pulled from a g-force <laughs> of the speed right right, right. and the real thing if you go a little bit deeper in that it's because of the parabola that's the that's the uh that's the uh the um the the hill the you know the the yeah. thing that goes up and goes right up, shape right up, parabola but what we have to understand is that the physical, the physical thing that happens to our body also happens with our emotions when we go to extreme highs and extreme lows you know right. your body is being manipulated at a very high speed so therefore you feel the discomfort because your body is still playing catch up with what's happening in real time so you're moving faster than your body is comfortable with that's not a healthy thing wow. you can go on a roller coaster once Twice maybe, but if you continue in that cycle, it's going to be really detrimental to your health. Right. But it's the same emotions, you know. So if emotions keep going high, low, high, low, high, low, you're very unstable, you mm-hmm. know. Not stable at all, your mental, your physical, your emotional capacity diminishes. So that right. means you're not. That so one of the first things you can do to get back to that space is to make sure that you're grounded. Okay. challenge reality versus what is being perceived in front of you you know mm-hmm. these stories are very unfortunate and of course true to our reality but right. we have to get some normalcy and challenge what is versus what is perceived you know right. yes are being murdered black people are being murdered mm-hmm. you know a lot of violence against us is that the common space everywhere of course is not does it impact us of course it does But getting back to normalcy is getting back to your understanding of your own safety. Right. You know, you have to ask certain questions to get back reoriented. Where am I? You know, am I safe right now? You know, how do I now? You know, who in my life right now that I'm grateful for? You know, what in my life am I grateful for? Getting back to those things puts you back in a stable space to understand that I'm okay right now. Right. I'm not okay with this message, but at least I'm okay right now, getting back to a stable state. Now, the next thing you do, once you understand the physical safety, getting back to emotional and mental safety. And you can do a whole bunch of things for that. Breathing is one, right? Meditation is another. Exercising, going outside, getting some different scenery, you know? Music, dancing, yoga, you know? And if it goes to the extreme to where these things have been persistent for two weeks or more, you might even want to seek professional help, you know, and that's okay as well. Because, like I said, once that capacity diminishes, now you're playing on borrowed time, Mm. meaning the decision that you're making in the present, you're not necessarily effectively thinking about the consequences of your actions, your words, your tone uh, that will cost you in the future based on you behaving the way, you know, speaking in the way that you're speaking right now, based on a diminished capacity, you know? So once that goes out the window, my decision-making is compromised, you know, my speech is compromised, my behavior is compromised, you know, all of those things are compromised. So getting back to a space where you can think rationally, you know, your emotions are stable, you know, and you do that by, you know, adding one of those things or removing certain things from your, from your day to day.
0: Nice. Nice. Did you want to ask something to Pastor? Did you have something?
2: No, well, I, I agree with everything you said. I just, um, I think that far too often we have overlooked the importance of mental health in, yeah. in our community. You know, one, you, you, you talked about all the exercises, the regimen that you go through, you know, asking yourself these questions. But right. uh, another question is, you know, why, why am I feeling this angry?
1: Why right. is that's, this
2: hitting me this way? What, what is it that's in me that's causing me to react emotionally to this so strongly? You know, right. there right. has to be a connection. And then once you begin to to connect the why to the what, you know, it's a conversation you're having with yourself. And the other thing that I, you know, that, that whole added, you know, peeling the onion. You know, that that's what that's the exercise that you're going through when you begin to ask the whys. you begin to peel the onion. Oh, you know what? This is why I'm so angry. And now you understand why you're so angry. Now it's okay. What do I do with this anger? You know, what 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 are the next steps here? And and to your point, yeah, I'm in a safe place, so I, I don't have to. This is not a time for me to pull out my gun. This is not a time for me to pull out my knife, you know, because I realized, okay, that's what happened over there. I I go through this exercise. I tell people all the time, you have to remember to know how to separate yourself from the it, the the incident, what happened, what took place. Uh, A lot of times we can't see clearly because we put ourselves in that space. We we think it's we think we're being empathetic. But the truth is, we've lost our sense of reality. Uh, And now right. I'm putting myself in there. I've just become George Floyd. Now everybody I see right. is a cop, right? Right? You know, or or yeah. or Chauvin, you know. And so that's the reason why we have to go through those exercises. But the other part of it is uh, the entire list that you said, and I was like, okay, pray. Pr- prayer is on that list because when we a lot yeah. of times we talk about meditation and all of these things, right. you know, right. that's what prayer is. And you got right. and and for us, you know, typically. You know, at least in my circles, we are people of faith. Uh, We are people who know that God is real. We also understand that he is sovereign. So a lot of times we ask this question, Lord, why is this happening? Lord, why is this happening? And remember who's really in control, right? When you think about God being in control, that doesn't exclude problems, That doesn't include disappointment or frustration and all these other things that happen, you know. So don't lose sight of the fact of who's still in control. And then also remember, if you know God is in control now, you've been empowered to be in control of what you do and how you respond to things. You control, you can't control what happened, but you can control how you respond or how you react to it. Those are the things that we have to remember that we have to be conscious of no matter what the situation is.
1: Yeah. Well, wow, let right. me jump on that. Yeah, go ahead. Just, uh, I mean, you touched on a lot of great things past. That. I just want to touch on the anger for a second. If I had the opportunity to go around America and put a microphone to black people's faces and ask them one simple question, why are you angry? Man, that conversation would be so telling okay, because yeah. we are angry people and there's nothing wrong with being angry. You know, I think we need to normalize that conversation. Yes, we are angry, but yes. anger... Is justified, <laughs> you know, let's say it's justified in a lot of, and a lot of truth that's been happening uh, to us, you know, um, for a very long time. And so asking that question and having the opportunity, because I think a lot of us never really get the chance to say why are we are angry, you know, and our anger never really gets validated because, you know, before uh, we got on, Anthony and I were talking about right before you're getting over something, something else happened. You know? Right. And so as you are now quailing the emotions of something, you know, that occurred maybe a year or so ago, boom, you're in another one. And then you're in another one. And then you're in another one. Now it's layered. And now you can't even remember what emotion is connected to what. So it's very helpful to understand what emotion, if it's anger, it's anger, it's fine. What emotion is connected to what, you know, because sometimes what happens when we don't get a, have the opportunity to express it, The emotions become convoluted and now we're projecting it in in situations and towards people that have nothing to do with what we're what we were initially upset about. You know, so even the opportunity to express our anger is a great thing. So I just want to highlight that really quick.
3: That's good. Yeah, it's good. Y'all dropping gems, nuggets and life changing facts and truths (laughs) today. I had to throw facts and truths in there because like. I was listening to you guys before I came on um, and and I was like mental health, This the way this conversation is going. I was like, this is a great conversation. I was like, but how do I marry with Christianity? Then Pastor comes in and he, he starts the conversation makes it easy. First thing I want to add, emotions are normal and, and we have to understand that emotions are normal. They're indicators. When you have an emotion, it doesn't mean that you're wrong or something's wrong. It just means that something happened that caused you to feel a certain way. Now, you have, we have to learn how to deal with these feelings. It's not wrong to be angry. Why are you angry? What's, what's right. causing the anger? Oh, you're happy. Why are you happy? What's causing the happiness? Because just like everything else, just like pain is to the body, emotions is to, to our mental. So right. when we have those things, this the body's way well of saying, hey, something's not right or something's right over here. You need to make some adjustments. The right. second thing is, or um, perhaps the most important, especially for Christians, we have to remember that God made a spirit, soul, and body. Nine times out of 10, we're strong in one area, weak in other areas. We have no issues with the spirit part. We go to church. we We, we pray and we meditate. We do all those things. But what about your physical self? Are you eating right? You know, are are you sleeping? Are you exercising? Then what about the mental? Are you addressing the emotions? Are you engaging in meditation? God made us three parts. And when you focus on one part and leave the other two, that's called malnourished. That's called deficiency. So some of us are running around malnourished and and deficient in areas because all we do is focus on one thing. Yeah, I, I know we've had conversations where um, some some pastors may not even believe in counseling and therapy. I mean, even though it's kind of right there in the Bible, there's safety in the multitude of counselors. And, you know, that it's, it's there. But but we but some people don't believe in it. Some people believe that hey, you get everything from, and you do get everything from God. Let me not gloss over that. You do get everything from God. But just because God has the ability to give you what you need and doesn't mean he doesn't out there for you to go get it. Yeah. God can feed the 5,000 too. Right. But right. did that stop people from going and fishing? Cause everybody didn't get a meal. <laughs> you know, you still got to do your part. Um, right. So yeah, I'm loving the where, where this conversation is going because um, there is a lot of black trauma. There's a lot of trauma in the black community. There is over and over um, valley, 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 valley. Before we hit a hill, um, right. we didn't need George. We talked about this. Me and AD talked about this last night. I didn't watch the trial because I'm like, what's gonna change? Right. And I was like, it's either one of two things: either you watch the eight minutes and forty six of um, forty six seconds of video, and you don't need a trial, or they're gonna come up with an excuse as to why he was justified so I was like I don't need to watch the trial I've been here before um so my emotions were through the roof um but I'm a, I'm gonna I'm a mute my mic right now and I'm gonna let y'all continue this conversation <laughs> oh no you good. oh
0: that that uh I I think sometimes that that blockage of of what we're dealing with mentally as as African Americans um sometimes keep us from growing spiritually, because we have that, you know, we're focused, we're praying, we're studying, but it's kind of like that that one piece that we just can't figure out that's happening inside of us, that sometimes you need the wise counsel in order to pull it out, like, this is what you're dealing with, you know, you need to deal with this hurt, or you need to deal with this pain, or you need to deal with this anger, you need to do something with it, because it's hindering you, um, mm. and, I, and I think that's the the piece where the professional comes in. Um, to kind of... It's kind of like a a Rubik's Cube, like, okay, we need to fix that straight, and then, you know, you can become all that God has called you to be, Um, because it's it's hard to deal when you're not seeing it, you know, when you don't know exactly what it is. Um, Let me read some of these comments real quick. Uh, Taiwan said, we're angry people or we're forced to deal with situations regularly that make us angry. I guess that was a question he's asking we're angry people people or we're forced to deal with situations regularly that make us angry.
1: Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that we're angry people. I would, I would say the latter, you know, like we we've been in a lot of situations um, generations ago, man, you know, and I love the fact that we are including uh, the gospel and Christianity in this because it's very telling uh, when you hear a verse that says the iniquities of the fathers will visit the second and the third generations that's 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 trans that's that's um transgenerational issues meaning wow. what happened two generations ago can still be very present in right? this very moment in this generation so we see a lot of trauma you know at least when i see my clients i do something called a genogram where we study their family history and find out what were the things that happened uh in your parents lives that caused them to be the type of parents that they were to you that caused you to type To be the type of individual that you are emoting right now and so it's transgenerational so a lot of the things that we're dealing with in our present state didn't start with us you know weren't even issues that we decided to be a part of and yet we're still dealing with it and so the anger is very present the anger anger it's about not having your needs met you know and you can go collectively uh for people of color and 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 see that our needs are not being met you know collectively you can see our our needs are not being met and therefore our anger is justified in just the basis of our needs not being met and of course it goes further than that not only are our needs not being met we're being we're being uh traumatized you know Mm -hmm. we're being targeted you know there are specific campaigns that are anti you know people of color you know and so there's a variety of reasons why we, we show up angry, but it's understanding the anger and being able to communicate it effectively <laughs> that allows us to move on and not get stuck on the emotion rather than the action we can take to change the situation. You know, right. so. Absolutely. You
2: you yep. said something. You talked about the, the, genera- the iniquities of our fathers. I, I want to make sure I love that because one of the things that I hear all too often from people from our community is this this term generational curse Mm. and and iniquity being passed down to the next generation is does not equate to generational curse right that's the thing that people have to understand you're not under a curse Uh, if if you believe that you're under a curse that means you don't believe that jesus came and died for you Right. uh, right because the curse was broken in, in Romans chapter five, it's clear that the curse was broken, but the, it does not stop generational or, or or iniquity being passed the behavior to be passed from generation to generation. And so I love that you mentioned that brother. And, and I just wanted to put some clarity out there around that for anybody who believes that generational curses exist. right? Right. Uh, you, and, and also I think somebody put in there, you know, uh, Michael Gibson uh, 400 plus years of broken promises I I would say That a promise Is only as good as the integrity Of the person who issued the promise right. Wow right, right. So right. so when you lack character and you lack Integrity I can't receive what you Say as a promise or as a covenant Because you don't have any integrity Right. So I can't So I can't accept uh, a broken Promise if it was issued By a broken person Right Right or said, a broken
0: system, right? Right, right, right. That's deep. oh, um, hold on, let me get uh, some of these comments. Uh, Cole said one of the reasons I connected with Public Enemy was beginning was the beginning of the song Prophets of Rage." Song goes, "You're quite hostile." I got right, <laughs> right to be hostile, man. My people are being persecuted. Um, right. He also said, I witnessed my father suppressing a lot of societal anger, and he indirectly conditioned me to do the same." Yeah, Steve. He said, "Um, to your point, Dwayne, many religious leaders, shortchange God's reach and how our needs get met by him. Um, Mike said, good morning. And he said, I wouldn't say we're angry either. He said I worded it wrong. (laughs) Oh, let's see. Mike said, so we aren't angry. We're just tired. Nothing more dangerous than a wounded animal. Right. he said and call back to I would I would say tired, wounded, wore out. (laughs) And many of us are broken. Right.
3: Wow. Look, wow. like I said, this I I think one of the biggest reasons is my see, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. Right. Wow. That goes so many levels beyond what we see on the surface. Because most of us read that and we're like, Oh, I don't know what God's doing. Oh, I don't know what God's plan is. No, you're not listening to it and you're not hearing from God. He's giving it to us in many different ways. Like there's a saying, who controls who controls the soul, man controls the whole man. Well, what does the soul man represent? The soul man represents our emotions, our thought patterns, the way we feel, how we respond, all this mental stuff. The, these mental the, the the mental um professions that are out here, we they get labeled bad because what what's the Okay, I'm going to paraphrase this. It, it's it's not a science. It's not a hard science that they can put their finger on him and and take this theory and prove this. And it's no longer a theory. It's a fact or Mm -hmm. it's a truth now because people don't know. They they shun it. But the the problem is, it's thirty three point three percent of who we are. And the reality of it is, is whatever. Whatever controls us, our our spirit or our soul or the body, that's what leads us. Now, the Apostle Paul, he makes it clear. He said, yeah, look, the spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. You know why the flesh is weak? Because the flesh wants what it wants. It it doesn't have a choice. The spirit, almost the same thing. Whoever you submit your spirit to, you don't have a choice. That's, That's your God now. But the soul, this, this mental part, most of us don't, we we don't do mental health. We we don't do mental exercises. We, right. we, we don't challenge our mind to grow and expand. When we get trauma from childhood, we right. cover it up because we don't talk about this around here. You know, right. that and that's the dangerous part. We're leaving our huge go go the entire life of your of your vehicle without getting an engine checkup. I'll wait. Just, just, <laughs> just go ahead and take that two hundred thousand um, dollar um, Bugatti that you you purchased, or that eighty thousand dollar Porsche that you pur- purchased. Right. And I want you to just drive it. Don't worry about oil. Don't don't worry about no head gaskets. Don't don't worry about any of that stuff. Just drive it and drive it hard all the time. Don't don't go and put no oil changes. I don't. That's right. what we do on a daily. Uh, That's that's the way most of us spend our lives. We we neglect the things that drives us in this life.
0: Right. (sighs) So okay, so we have we are. um, Hold on, let me get this comment and then I'm I'm add something. Let's see. He said, uh, "Overexposure leads to trauma. Many of our functional, dysfunctional people. um, If you dysfunction long enough, you'll eventually malfunction." Oh wow. (laughs) <laughs> that's good that was good. Um so so what do we do with with all of, of, of what we see? We get it in. Um what do we do with this energy? Like <laughs> that's probably about the best way, you know, how do we how do we begin to uh push it in the right direction or to how do we is there a way to stop being angry um because a lot of times I, I guess when you see it right and i and pastor um expressed this this frustration last week um when you when you see it you feel like am i doing enough am i am i active enough you know you start questioning it's still happening i must not be doing enough you know it's still going on i, I there's something I'm missing out on um and I'm sure people even in the streets people have done you know, they feel like, what more, you know, can I do? How do you get at least a sense of relief um, from having to constantly feel like you're not doing enough? Because even, even let's let's take it the child rearing. You know, you're raising your child. You you feel like, man, I'm I'm putting out what I know, <laughs> you know, and and they're not totally going in the direction that I thought they would go. You know, um, how do at least from a a, a mental standpoint, you know. How do you find at least some level of relief in 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 that space, if that makes sense? And of course, yeah, you guys
1: it makes, as well. makes a lot of sense. Go ahead, Pastor.
2: No, please. I by all means, man. I was trying to jump on there because I get excited when questions like
1: that happen. But uh, <laughs> I'll come right behind you, brother. I appreciate that. Um, You know, the the collective emotions that we share isn't for no reason at all. You know, we right. are a collective people you know uh people of color we are people that that need that fellowship that connection you know that's the great thing about our spiritual lives as well we we say that we are the body right, right. and the, the body doesn't uh ignore parts of it you know like you can't like take a shower and don't, don't wash that one leg you know that doesn't make right. any sense you know and so i think a, what I'm trying to get to is getting back to the collective mentality to where we're not just sharing on the trauma, but we're sharing in the solution creation as well, you know? Yeah. And sometimes we feel like we bought like we're by ourselves because we lost that collective mentality Right. to where we're only bonding when it comes to trauma instead of bonding on in other areas as well that are healthy for us, you know? And so what I would say is that we need to get back to that, collective mentality and not wait for negativity to occur for us to feel like we are, uh, we are fellowshipping, you know, or or we we can gather, you know? And so there are other things and other times for us to get together to make sure that we're checking in and have this accountability that is consistent, you know? So let's say, for example, a forum like this is a part of the healing process because we have an opportunity to be heard, you know? Listen to what frustrates me about this circumstance. Listen to what frustrates another brother about the circumstance. Mm -hmm. So being there for each other in that collective way is one of the ways that we can start uh, mitigating our frustrations, our anger and stuff like that. Remember, that Mm -hmm. validation is a part of what we need. All of us need love, affection and acceptance. So in the collective, we are able to do so more often, you know, not just when it's the hurt you know, but we can come together and celebratory occasion, you know, to where we're right. uplifting each other, you know? right. And that's something that can really, really last, you know, outside of just experiencing trauma with each other.
0: Right, nice. Pastor? Um, yeah, I was, and
2: I <laughs> obviously wholeheartedly agree with everything my brother's saying. I, I also think that, uh, to your point, remember we are tribal by nature. Right. So that fellowship is, is critical to our health to our wholeness uh, and our survival so we have to keep that in mind uh, i'm always nervous when uh, m- my family is too isolated from community you know right. one of the greatest struggles that i've had during this this sheltering in place is the inability for our uh, ministry family to come together we have lost people because we have not been able to come together There are people that have gone in other directions because we have not been able to come together in fellowship. So it is painful. It's destructive when we're not able to do that. So remember that we're tribal by nature, to my brother's point. Uh, Also, we have to I think I just said this yesterday. You know, you have to go in uh, with a long term strategy in mind. You know, uh, you I I call it going in with an outcome based strategy perspective. I want to go in having an expectation of what I'm hoping this will become or what we should okay. get out of it. Uh, and a lot of times you're not going to see that immediately. Too many of us go into something and we are short-sighted. We can't right. see afar far off as the, as the scripture says, right? And so when you come in and you're short-sighted, you want to do something that heals you, that it doesn't heal you, but it, it, it works or, or it eases, the, the symptoms, but it doesn't deal with the, the underlying problem uh, right. when it comes to parenting. Somebody said, what kind of conversation do we have with our children? I right. think when it comes to parenting, uh, you all have heard me say this. You this this fellowship, this this accountability and how we raise our children. Mm-hmm. You don't know what kind of parent you are or have been until your children are old enough to tell you without fear of the consequence. Right. Right? When they're up and paying their own bills, that's when you're going to find out what kind of parent you are. So be very careful how you deal and how you interact with your children at a very young age, because at some point when they're 23, 24, 25, and they're no longer afraid of the consequences. They're going to let you know exactly who you have been uh, in in their lives. And so we not only do we have to get ourselves in the right place, but we have to make sure that what we're living, what we're walking is a good example for our children. And we have to do that with a long-term strategy in mind.
3: Right. Yeah. Um, and just to follow suit, I'm glad you brought up the body and, and the collective aspect of things, um, because that's, that's the same inspiration that God gave the apostle Paul, right? He, he said that, that we are many members, but we're one body. And then he goes on to say that God puts us in the body where he sees fit. And one of the most important parts of that, that, that whole dynamic is he said in every um, member provides um, every joint provides or supplies what's needed. The thing is during these moments, brothers like Matt's office need to be like completely booked in He's giving out referrals to somebody else. Pastors office competent um, pastors who also have a, a understanding of 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 how the mental aspect of 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 man works. Their offices need to be busy. Why? Because this is what's needed from the body at this given time. It's like, yeah, there's moments we need somebody to go out fishing. There's other moments we need people to knock on doors. We need people to lay hands and speak a word. But this is time for you to get all of these things inside of you that you have no idea what's going on. You just know you feel messed up. You know, if you see another Breonna Taylor, you you might be out there with a pistol. You might shoot back at a cop because some quiet, mild mannered people are going through these emotions and not dealing with them. And now they're becoming bombarded. And they don't know what they're going to do. I, I was told by my therapist this when it comes to emotions. It, it's like, look, it's natural. And Embrace them. Ha, have, have a conversation with yourself is what he said um, about why you're having this emotion. Um, and then there's some things that I realized that after these cameras stop rolling, I'm talking to some of these brothers for a couple or well, almost an hour sometimes after we're on here for an hour. Why? Because I got an emotion that I don't really know what's going on. So let me explore this emotion. Let let me have a conversation. Let me acknowledge it. Too many of us are trying to nah nah. I ain't angry. I'm good. I'm good. And and the first thing somebody who don't look like you say is like boom, explosion. And that's a mishand. I think it was um if we keep dysfunction for long enough, we're gonna end up malfunctioning. That statement said it all, and that's what the emotions are for. Hey, you're angry. Hey, you're you're about to malfunction. You need to get some stuff on track. Address it. Address it. Same thing, and this is not in the same vein, but, brothers, if you you got a problem with lust, don't sit there and try to fight these thoughts and these emotions you're having. You know what? Okay, yeah, she kind of fine. Oh, yeah, she kind of thick. I kind of like that. Oh, well. Go on in your day because what happens is you're going to find yourself struggling with a thought that's not going anywhere, but your mind can go either way. That Man. thought is going to be what it is, but your mind is sitting there trying to how do I do this? What do I do? The truth of the matter is acknowledge that it's there. OK, there's a person that there's an attraction. It's an unhealthy attraction. I'm in a covenant relationship over here, so I need to leave this attraction alone. But, yeah, she is fine. Yes, yeah, she is a beautiful woman. Now you don't have to worry about fighting with something that you've acknowledged. Sometimes it, it, emotions just need acknowledgement.
0: Right. Oh yeah. Just, just a quick reset. Uh, you're rocking with the brothers of legacy. We are here with uh guest therapist, Matt genius in the building, uh, dropping nuggets and uh, appreciate him being here, giving us some time and sharing um, with all that's going on, the racial tension, just a way to <laughs> find a release and find a way. Um, and like, Uh, Dr. Rollins said and Pastor uh, first said uh, just being solution orientated um, and not get stuck in such an angry space, because, you know, lately it seems like it's so easy, so easy to get stuck there um, and and how to come down off the roller coaster and to get some clarity. And if you miss some of this, definitely check out the replay because he broke some broke some great nuggets down um, that you don't want to miss. I want to kind of go to Sam's. Uh comment she said, I don't know if you if this has already been addressed, but what conversation should be should we be having with our children to bring clarity to what they're seeing and not total fear?
1: Right. Well, yeah, I was gonna touch on that uh anyway. Um that's such an important point. I'm a I'm a father, of course. Um, uh, my wife and I have four beautiful daughters, three of which are triplets. So we got a busy household over here. Yes. And um Age appropriateness. <laughs> Dwayne, it's okay. we we're, we're <laughs> no, Look at I, I got I got six girls. I got
3: six girls. Right. I, got girls. <laughs> I just I just heard triplets. That's <laughs> the same time. Yeah,
1: yeah. We have
3: God yeah, bless you have four,
1: four, four girls. I appreciate that, man. I'm, I'm gonna take some notes from you later. <laughs> <laughs> but uh age appropriateness is, is where uh the conversation must start, and the conversation must be happening uh as soon as they have comprehension. You know, we have to start talking about what's going on with us first, you know, and then making right. sure that the content that uh we may be okay with ingesting is not the same content that they are ingesting. I don't need my kids watching uh, you know, the news and seeing these stories because they they don't have the capacity as a lot of adults still don't have the full capacity to understand And regulate their emotions in real time so we have to be very aware that they're not they don't have that same capacity so age appropriateness like i said my kids are young nine is the oldest sister and seven are triplets so we educate them based on what they could understand you know and it's not just the racial tension that they feel they feel everything right whatever we're experiencing emotionally mentally they they are there, man. They are the they are the sponges of this world. You know, they will they will take in anything. You know, one of the saddest things is when a child has to come to you as an adult and ask you, Daddy, are you okay? Mommy, are you okay? They're very, you know, they're empathetics, you know, they're empaths, so they can feel what we're feeling. And if right. we're not careful on understanding ours, you know, like Dwayne was saying, understanding our emotions and then speaking up about it, regulating it, getting the appropriate help. And we're going to cause more damage in them so we have to have those conversations and check in with them to make sure that even though they may not be getting it from the out the inside you know the house you, we don't know what other sources are being communicated sometimes at the school sometimes with friends sometimes with other family members so we have to right. be able to check in on their mental and emotional states at all times you know as often as we need to to make sure that they are okay Uh, But making sure we regulate and understand ourselves first, even before we have those conversations.
2: Right. That's good, man. Yeah. If I had five dollars for every time I heard an underage child trying to have a grown up conversation, (laughs) man, parents, please stop talking to your children like they're grown. Stop putting all this heavyweight stuff on these babies they don't know what to do with it they don't know how to process it and you're creating monsters that's real matt if you don't say anything else today bro that right there age appropriate conversations with your children that is if i can age myself the bomb Uh, (laughs) listen and and the other piece like uh I want to go back to something that you said a minute ago, AD, because there's a process that I try to apply and I apply this in a lot of areas of my life. I even apply it, uh, in, in business, uh, the, the four stages of, of effective strategy, you know, the discovery stage, identifying the problem, understand because I say when I talk to clients, when I talk to people, they don't know what they don't know. Right. Right. So when I come into a meeting, I'm coming into the meeting uh, perceived as the expert. Right. Right. And, and I have to I have to pull that title away. I, I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm still in the process myself. Uh, right. But the, the, there's a discovery phase where you identify all the things that need to be dealt with. Right. right? Then there is a development phase where you begin to construct a strategy. You start building procedures and platforms and all of these things to to deal with what you've discovered. Then there's a testing phase where you begin to apply what what you have been developing, right? right? And then there's life cycle management, right? How do I go back and repeat this process and keep it healthy, keep it flowing so that at certain times I can gauge uh, where I am from when I started discovering Right. To developing, to applying, you know, the last incident. How did we execute, right? What can we improve on, right? So now you have it. It, it becomes a, a cycle of life. You're constantly in discovery mode. You're 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 constantly testing things or developing things, uh, right. and and then you're you're just improving on all the things that you've been putting in place. And life becomes a lot more healthy when you have good, effective life cycle management right uh and so if you start that at a very young age with your children to to matt's point Mm -hmm. have a conversation with a childlike spirit a child when i was a child i thought as a child remember your children are thinking like children they're not thinking like they're 40 right uh they don't understand the pains that you're going through today right so you have to talk to them from a child like my tonka truck doesn't work right right you understand So when your heart isn't working right, when they when they're seeing you in pain, you know, apply it to the Tonka truck. Mm -hmm. Some of y'all don't even know what Tonka is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When you're (laughs) heavy
3: one, they don't make those (laughs) no more. They don't make them no more. (laughs) The one that you get hurt, (laughs) right? No, they made them out of real steel. I mean, that's the truth.
2: When we're dealing with our children, we have to go back to the Tonka mindset. We got to go back. You know, that's the mindset we have to have when we're dealing with our children and because we make life too complex for our children, and that's reality, and they don't know what to do with that stuff. Oh. Why
3: why do we forget so easy? Let, let, Let me ask that question. Why is it so easy for us to forget? Like, literally, everything that my kids do, Right. I'm pretty sure at some point in time, if I haven't done worse, I've at least done. But I've forgotten that when I look at them. Like right. I I want I, my, my boy, he's the only one. He's right. got a habit of when he takes things, he leaves the evidence behind in places <laughs> where he thinks he can get away with it. Under the bed, behind the dressers, right. behind the couches. Right. And it's like I find it. I was like, I, I know it's you. That like there's <laughs> it's you. Right. I was like, didn't you get caught in the same place last time? And right. he's looking at me like, but but. But I forget that I had a moment when I was that age right. that I mean, I didn't get caught, but I was doing the same thing. <laughs> and it's like, why is it so hard for us not to relate our shortcomings in the past with the people we deal with, the people we love, our children and the rest of society? Why, why is it that we suppress that? Um, because of the evolution
2: of narcissism. That's why. It, it's, it's about us it's about how i feel right now you know, know we have we've changed we've evolved as people you know uh narcissism today compared to narcissism 65 years ago we we were why we were the village people 65 years ago you understand Now everybody want their own microphone
0: right mm. all right i got you Got you on that part. Yeah. I mean that. Oh um, if you don't
2: know the village people, you know, we were the four tops back then. I mean, we were, you know, it it's it's amazing. Song. It's amazing that
3: just say the um, Oslin brothers, the Earth Wind, and Fire, they still know who that is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, but but think about it. Here's the right. here, the difference. The difference is they all had microphones. Right, that's true. <laughs> but they sang yeah. in unity.
0: Yes, yes, indeed.
2: Right. Now today, mm-hmm. everybody wants to be the lead, right? And it's right. it's all about me. It's about my shine. That's why you know social media has damaged society. So you did know? you
3: just say social media is like Eddie Kane? <laughs> <laughs> you want my flash? You want my spot flash? I just I just feel like I
2: just feel like as a people we have evolved into something that is much right. more. Uh, we're, we're much more self-involved, self-engaged. Right. Than we are a yeah. community. It's it, you know, and I believe that you know I'm no good to anybody else if I'm not whole, right? right. You know, but I don't want to be whole at the expense right. of my family. That's the issue, and and I want to I want to um, dispel another another myth that uh, because we're men having this conversation, which I love. Right. I want to dispel the myth that women control the temperament of the household. Right. 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 Because the pulse of the household is on Mm -hmm. the head, Mm -hmm. not the help me. Right. Right. And and so for men and for women, the, the, the challenge has been we've had too many absent fathers. And that's why the temperament of the household has been under the thumb of a mother, a female but that's not how it's designed uh, yeah and and we have to really and i heard something this morning i don't want to put too much out there i give credit to dr rollins and uh, a podcast i heard this morning uh, and i think we know it, but we don't we don't acknowledge it enough uh what happened to george floyd has been happening to black men happening to fathers for generations and, and a lot of why we are struggling with what we're struggling with is because of cases like Chauvin and George Floyd.
1: Right. Right.
2: And, and, yeah. wh- and, and Matt, you alluded to this earlier. You didn't say these words, but you, you implied this, that if it happens to the father. And this is what I heard this morning on a podcast that Dr. Robin was on. It's, it's coming. I can't when she up. I, I need to leave that alone. I'll let her do that. Um, <laughs> it said what happens to the father happens to the family. Right. Right. Matt, you were talking yeah. about that a minute ago. Right.
1: Yeah. That, so, I mean, that's a whole nother conversation I could definitely get into. Yeah. But yeah, I I have to step step away really right. quick. And so I wanted to say a couple of things before I, I have to go. One yeah. Of the first things it. is that man, pleasure talking yes, to yeah. you guys. I, yes. I'm learning, and I'm and I'm and I'm always willing to share. I think the last thing I'll say is that um uh we need to do more of this, man. You know, like I, I need definitely. to come back on Anthony. Yes. So oh yeah, you know definitely. You know. Give me back on
0: oh, and
1: um man, the last point was I I do have a children's book that I'm writing okay. about stress management in kids. It should be out right. this summer. Right. Because you know, throughout the pandemic, throughout 2020, you know, adults, we've seen how it caused dysfunction in us. We really gotta look to our small children to see how it's been impacting yeah. them as well. You know. Yeah. So I'll I'll share that information with Anthony. Uh it should yes. be out like I said this summer. And so please look forward to that. Thank you guys for We're having me. Pre-order. And I appreciate yes, Thank you for being me. on.
0: Bless you, brother. Thank you guys. Get on that
3: pre-order one. list. Let's bless his brother. The, we, yes, we, need thank these, you. we need these gyms the same way as we see Pastor as a gym and yes, what indeed. he brings. This is another gym. We, yes, where are you? <laughs> I'm based out of South
1: Florida right now. South Florida. Uh, transitioning to where you, I, I think where where uh, aunt is, you know. So my transition oh, time. Oh, to- you uh, coming to Georgia? Oh, I didn't even know that. Wait, 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 did he, did you say yes, you're coming (laughs) to Georgia?
0: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Look look at that. Yeah.
1: So right now, I'm sorry, right now, my phone was ringing. Right now, I'm in South Florida. I'm I'm in uh, Fort Lauderdale. All
0: right. So you coming to Georgia? Yeah, Yeah, six months
1: to a year, man. That's the plan.
0: All right. Praise God. Look at that. All right. We'll
1: we'll talk more about it,
0: man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm really excited now. All right, brother. Thank you. Nice, 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 nice. Okay. That's good. Um, Bring the resources, Jesus. Yes, mm. yes Lord. Yes. So oh, let's see. Let me read some of these comments, and then we can we can transition and get on out of here. Let's see. Mike said, "We must remember, he who controls the image controls the mind of the man. The system is designed to control the image. What happens to you or happened to you does not define who you are. Understanding who you are and whose you are will give you strength." Seeing yourself as as victory leads to perseverance. Yes, indeed. Um, Dr. Rollins says solution focused. Situation will push you to believe either you will uh profit, I guess, in your let's say prophesy, your future or leave, yeah, leave in your situation. We must speak, plan, and move to the future we desire, not the future shown. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Let's see. Uh Loj' saying it best, Duane, your body's here with me, but your mind <laughs> is on the other side of town. <laughs> Go the rest.
3: Some There were some savages.
0: <laughs> Appreciate the tools to deal with the mental heart. Yeah, the heart mentality. Yes, indeed. I was. am excited he was here. Yes, I love the age appropriate dissemination of information. I totally agree that children will see and feel what we're going through when it comes to racism. Yes, indeed. Um, anything. Let's see. He said the tanker truck. I'm about talk about something I've seen in a hot minute. <laughs> he said we forget about we forget because we would like to control. uh, and I guess controlling image, um, Cole said, "Don't confuse the village people with the four tops. <laughs> 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 yeah, two totally different groups." Um, podcast episodes coming. Yes, yes, indeed. Doctor Rollins in yes. the building. We definitely give you a shout out. Fire. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Um, listen, I, this I, is, I,
3: and I don't find that hard, but that's that's a very easy. This st- is, but that's a very easy statement to believe.
0: I'm. I'm, I'm gonna just say this, and then Doctor Rollins has. Lava. Has it, so much in her, and Man. and it's it's just got to push her to talk. <laughs> it just got to get her out there. Man. Like I just, I you know, I, I constantly told her, like, listen, you, we need more, we hear your voice more, because there's so much inside. She's such a, you know, she's analyzing, thinking. I'm like, just say it, <laughs> just say it. We need to hear it. Um, appreciate it, Mama Corey. Thank you guys for rocking with us. Thank you for hanging with us. Um, this is a a great episode. These are the directions that I want to go with these conversations um, because there's so much we're dealing with and mental health is important. Spiritual health is important, you know, staying grounded, um, you know, how, knowing what we're thinking and feeling. Um, and like I said, it affects our behaviors. So I want to have a lot more conversations about this, um, about, you know, financing, because all of this matters. All of this matters. You received that? Awesome. <laughs> Amen. Oh, Hey, v. <laughs> no problem. And listen, make sure you you join our text community so you can stay up to date with all of our episodes and things that we're doing. Um, if I could find that banner real quick, boom! Join our community text LWN to eight four five seven six. Text LWN to eight four five seven six. Enjoy. it. Sometimes I just need to sit back, right, <laughs> and listen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It's hard. Um. So I appreciate you guys. Uh, we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Uh, Thursday. I'm trying to brew something up for you guys. Uh, So I'm not going to talk about it yet. (laughs) We'll just see what happens. And I hit my guys last minute like, this is what we're doing. Like, okay. So I'm like, what? (laughs) (laughs) So I
3: was talking about what. He just like, oh, I go in this one and get this out for today. (laughs) (laughs) This last minute, I I got something ready. I got something for you. (laughs) (laughs) So we appreciate
0: you guys. Um, uh, make sure you stay safe. Keep the fight going. Um, you know we we've had uh, somewhat of a victory, but we've already seen another incident happen. And we talked about the roller coaster. Um, just stay grounded. Stay grounded, and just do your part within your community and your family. Don't don't stress about it. Like I said, have you have your safe space, and you can you only can control what you can control. The rest is in God's hands. So continue to pray, continue to pray, continue to pray, and just just get the just seek peace and seek direction. That's 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 the gist of it. All right. So we look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. <laughs> How many get that reference? Um, oh
3: so, aging, well, y'all aging, AG right? right? <laughs> I don't, think y'all, I don't think y'all said anything that was created after 1985. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> y'all said the day was old.
0: Yeah, because you know it's saying bad times, saying bad channel. That's the 70s. Yeah, it is. I saw the re, I was watching reruns though. Was yeah, watching. yeah. <laughs> Those are <were> the reruns. <laughs> All right, guys. See you in the AM. <laughs> I didn't, to, I didn't want to catch Get that. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to another. Right. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Everybody.